Welcome back. Today, zooming in from the beautiful lower mainland of British Columbia, an old friend, Michelle Bond. And Michelle is an active real estate entrepreneur who I've known, had the pleasure of knowing for, I guess, a little over a year now, Michelle. I'm, I'm losing track of time, the older I get, but it's been a while. And, and uh, Michelle's doing some interesting stuff from afar with both buy and hold and doing some flip deals. So welcome to the call, Michelle. Great to see you again. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. So tell folks how you got interested in real estate investing and a little bit about your, your background with real estate. Sure. Um, I got, I was always interested in real estate investing since I was a kid. I thought it was a, you know, good way to uh, earn a living and make some good money. And um, I really uh got uh, excited when I saw an article in my school newspaper about 20 years ago about somebody buying pre-sales and flipping them and moving all the way up one after the other into a penthouse, million dollar penthouse when he was still in university. <laughs> I thought, oh. yeah, that would, that would pique curiosity. Yeah. So I thought I could do that. Well, that's, first of all, that sounds like a pretty interesting school newspaper. Really? Was, was that your high school newspaper type thing? Is that what that was? Or was that I wish um, that was in uh, university. Um, ah, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, that was the front page story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, very good. So that really piqued your interest. And when did you get started? What did you? What was your first deal, and when was that? Uh, so about eighteen years ago, I bought a pre-sale, um, and uh, I only had to put five percent down, which was uh, pretty easy to get into. I didn't have the money, so mm -hmm. um, I reached out for. I guess, private investors and got um, a loan from a family member for the 5%. And wow. with that $13,000, I think it was, I have just built from there. And um, uh, then I just kept buying pre-sales and taking out equity and buying more pre-sales. And wow. I did start moving my way up. So um, it, it was a really good strategy, but it was kind of a slow strategy. Um, it, I well, and, and depending on where we're at in the real estate cycle, it's a hell of a risky strategy as a lot of people in Ontario are finding right now. Totally. I think yeah. that the waves have certainly changed nowadays. Then I kind of transitioned into um, flips because I thought that would be really fun and cool. And I started doing flips about um, seven years ago. Yeah. And uh, that was a really cool strategy too. And uh then I was still borrowing my own equity. So it was slow. I could only do one at a time from borrowing from my, my previous property and then moving into the next oh, one. Oh, you're re recycling your down payment kind of, you're self-financing everything. Totally. Yeah. And then I've kind of um, pivoted in the last uh, only, uh, I guess, well, just over a year, um, I started learning about um, OPM. And people's uh, money. Yep. Yeah. So then I realized, oh, maybe I can, I don't have to keep borrowing from myself. And I started learning about OPM and got into my Penticton property earlier last year. And uh, then I got into my flip in Edmonton earlier this year with 100% OPM. Nice. And I didn't have to borrow from family or friends. I um, borrowed from my network. So I, I think the sky's the limit now that um, I, I see what the other options are. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Well, congratulations. So walk us through the deal. So first of all, walk us through why you're doing this at a distance versus focusing on properties in your own backyard. Yeah. Good question. 
So I researched a lot all over Canada to see which market would um, suit me best. And um, I decided on Edmonton because it was still somewhat close enough that I could fly or drive there if I needed to. Yeah. Um, but also the housing market is a lot more um, inexpensive to get to jump into. Um, you can buy a single family home for the same or less than uh, um, a bachelor suite in Vancouver. <laughs> And the numbers made sense. Yeah. And I, I've been actually, I, I've been looking at Edmonton. I started looking at Edmonton about 13 years ago. And um, I just wasn't able to pull the trigger back then because I was focused in investing in Vancouver. And so I started building a team in Edmonton now. And uh, I've got a team set up and I, um, the numbers made sense. And I've pitched on a couple of properties and been crunching the numbers and then um, snagged this one that... Uh, I've just completed and yeah, it's, um, it's been a great experience and um, there's no reason I wouldn't do more there. Yeah. Makes sense. So why did you decide to do the one in Penticton as well? Why did you decide on that market? So before I learned more about OPM and uh, before I was brave enough to invest out of province, I thought, Oh my God, I can't afford to buy in Vancouver, but maybe I can still find something in the province that I could still drive to. So I was looking at Kelowna and Kelowna, the markets changed quite a bit and it was a little bit um, too pricey for me to get into. Yeah. So uh, then I started looking at Penticton because it was also kind of a resort community and it had a lot of similar fundamentals to Kelowna. So the prices were a little better and it was still only four or five dri hours drive from Vancouver. So I felt a little bit, it felt a bit safer. A little safer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you had to go be boots on the ground. Okay, cool. So are both of these properties flips and have you completed them and exited those properties or are they still in process? Yeah, the Penticton property um, is uh, buy and hold. So I've got a tenant in there now. Nice. Um, is it yeah. a single family home or what is it? Yeah, that one's just a little two bedroom condo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've decided that I want to try and sell it because I think that now that I know about the Edmonton market and other markets in Canada, I think I could put my money to better use in other places mm -hmm. to keep growing. So um, I'm going to, I have that one on the market for sale. Mm -hmm. And um, the Edmonton property is a hundred percent of flip. It, I, you know, put together from scratch, a full team um, in Edmonton, realtor, contractor, stager, uh, inspector, um, everything from the ground up and um, we completed the flip from purchase to finish in two months. Nice. So it's on the market right now. It's for sale right now. Yeah. I just hit the market a couple of weeks ago. Hey, congratulations. That's fantastic. That's, that's fast, especially yeah. from a distance. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. What kind of a reno was it? Was it a pretty big one or fairly? It, fairly... Was, it was kind of in the middle. It wasn't a yeah. full debt. Um, I would say it was a cosmetic reno. However, we did do the full kitchen, um, full bathroom, and also uh, added uh, a shower to the bathroom downstairs mm -hmm. so that um, it has, um, you know, more appeal for a family that might have somebody in the basement. There's a, an extra bedroom in the basement as well. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So you used 100% OPM for the, the deal that you're doing in Edmonton. If you don't mind sharing, how are you structuring that? Are the 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 investors on board as joint venture partners, or are they uh, more just debt partners? 
Are they secured on the property? If, if you don't mind sharing, how, how did you structure the deal? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't have any joint venture partners on this deal. I've structured this as debt partners. So I found out that I could apply for a B lender for first position mortgage. Mm-hmm. I was mortgaged out for A lenders with my Penticton property. Yeah. So um, I got a B lender for the first position for 60%. And then um, in my network, I networked like crazy. I put an investor package together and um, started pitching it and found a private lender, fully private lender that we did um, a percentage interest rate per month. So we've got a six month deal um, for interest only payments. And then at the end of the term, or if it um, sells sooner, I'll pay them back all of their money and they're getting a monthly interest payment. And then we have a deal, a legal deal structured that after six months that the interest rate will rise slightly if Mm. the deal hasn't sold. Mm. And because I'm new to OPM and new to the Edmonton market, the investors I was um, talking with or connecting with wanted to have some uh, security. Yeah. So this became complicated because I tried to put them on a second mortgage on the Edmonton home, but the first position mortgage actually said, no, we're going to allow you to, um, have 85% loan to value. So I got creative and I put them on a second mortgage on my Penticton property. Yeah. Yeah. And then I took the cash out of that um, second mortgage and that was all done legally with our lawyers mm-hmm. and they sent that cash up to Edmonton and the first position mortgage was okay with that. Well, they should be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So very, very interesting. So just out of curiosity, did your private investor, they put up the money for the down payment plus the renovations? Is that correct? No, um, just the down payment. I could have done the renos as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had another lender that um, was willing to do the renos as well. But it turned out that um, with the interest rate, um, with how much carrying costs I was going to have, it was um, not going to be as, uh, there wasn't going to be as much return on investment. Mm-hmm. So um, I did use my own money for the renovations. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Cool. So very good. That sounds like it's been a very good flip. You got in, you're getting out pretty quickly. Uh, is it looking like, I mean, at the time we're recording this, it's mid-May 2023. So does it look like you're going to be able to turn that property around fairly quickly? Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, I'm hearing that my realtor just uh, contacted me today and said that the market's really heating up. Apparently Calgary is uh, really hot right now. And they say that Edmonton follows Calgary. So any day now, um, uh, this, the Edmonton market will continue to pick up. Apparently the majority of Edmonton's picking up right now. My neighborhood is sort of on the tail end of it. So I'm expecting any day that it'll also heat up just to follow the rest of the um, city um, Mm -hmm. naturally. So should, and the neighborhood that I'm investing in also, um, doesn't have the uh, general homes don't sit on the market for too long. So yeah, it looks like good. It'll it'll go quickly. So what are your plans for the next 12 to 24 months, Michelle, now that you're back in the game and you've had some success with OPM, other people's money for financing your deals, because I know that was a, a a big nervous question mark for you for a while. So now that you've got some proof of concept there, what's next? Yeah, so I'm keeping my eyes open for more flips. I've been analyzing a couple of flips active actively since um, I've uh, 
purchased this first one in Edmonton and um, pitching on uh, other Edmonton deals. I'm also actively keeping my eye open for stuff in Vancouver. Um, I have a team that I'm starting to build here and it would be great to have something closer to home that I can sort of be a little bit more hands-on with. Um, I'm also actively looking at short-term rentals. I've mm -hmm. got my eye on a couple cottages and just trying to be uh, strategic with um, structuring my deals and uh, negotiating the numbers. And I'm also looking at some multifamilies out oh, east. Oh wow! So you got all over the place. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know that's the it, that's the that's the challenge is is focus, focus, focus. So, um, yeah. So the short term. Well, I guess my question is when it comes to the flips, are is your goal with doing the flips to create active income for yourself? in the short term or what, what is the goal with the flips? Because it sounds like you want to get into longer term buy and hold type stuff. Uh, what's, what's the purpose for you with doing flips? Yeah. So the purpose of doing flips is just to build up my capital so that I have uh, a nice safe cushion for myself as I'm going along for additional expenses and also just for, uh, for personal reasons. And uh, um, it, of all the people I network, I've talked to and all the networking I've done, it turned out that I came to the conclusion that I wanted to make money faster now. Mm -hmm. And that was the fastest way to do it, potentially, yeah. um, speculatively. So I thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to do flips again. Start with flips, build up my capital, because that's my my current goal, my most uh, number one goal right now. And then after I've got my capital, then continue moving on to longer term stuff. Okay, very good. Now, obviously, you know that you can do both at the same time, right? So you can, you can be doing the flips for some active income in the meantime, but you can also be bringing investors or joint venture partners on board for the longer term buy and hold type deals. Yeah, totally. you won't have 100% ownership, you'll have to share that. But it allows you to do that a lot faster than building up your capital over time by, you know, creating that, that treasure chest, so to speak. Totally. Yeah, that's why I haven't closed my eyes to um, multifamily. So I'm keeping my eye open out east. I was looking at a deal, analyzing a deal yesterday, actually. And I'm keeping my eye open for multifamily in Edmonton, just because that's one of my current markets right now. Yeah. So um, if once something comes up that the numbers make sense, and I can get everything together, there's nothing that would stop me from grabbing one of those two. Yeah. So what do you see being some of the the challenges or the hiccups that that you've been facing and that you might be facing moving ahead? Um, I guess some of the hiccups and challenges right now are the interest rate. So it makes the numbers a little bit tighter. Um, and, you know, with doing flips, I think it makes the buyers a little bit more hesitant because they are, you know, being a little bit more careful and cautious with, um, you know, what they're going to do, where they're going to spend. The um, sales have been down in Edmonton. And I think, you know, all over the lower mainland, I know, and, I haven't researched the rest of Canada, but I know about the lower mainland in Edmonton for sure. Um, other challenges. Um, luckily, I didn't have any challenges with um, supply um, in Edmonton. Uh, my contractor was really on top of that. But um, challenges are always communication, too. There's mm. been hiccups along the way with how I've um, been structuring things and how uh, things have been coming along. And uh, just, you know, it's a learning process the whole time. And uh, 
what I foresee is I think the interest rates are going to stabilize, which will help anybody that's um, purchasing or trying to sell. And um, what else do I foresee? Um, like for myself, definitely yeah. several more flips this year. And I can foresee at least one multifamily, if not a couple and uh, some short-term rentals too. So how are you planning to get into these multifamilies and short-term rentals? So, and you say you're looking at cottages for the short-term rentals, whereabouts in, in British Columbia or in Alberta? or Yeah, else? I'm actually looking at cottages in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And um, I sort of have in the back of my mind and my um, side eye on um, Ontario by some of the lakes as well a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'd love to do BC to start off with just because it's, it feels a little comfortable that it's closer by. Yeah, it's in your it's in your backyard. So, in BC, are you looking on Vancouver Island? Are you looking in the interior? What are what are your your thoughts there for good places for Airbnb short term rentals? Yeah, I don't want to give too much away because I have my eye on something that's. So don't get specific, but yeah, yeah just I don't want to get. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of more looking in uh, within a couple hours of uh, Metro Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, right? Because that's where your huge market is. And it's it's people in the lower mainland tend to get nervous going too far outside of the lower mainland. So yeah, something close by makes makes a lot of sense. Okay, and then moving ahead into multifamilies, what's your what's your kind of kind of gut feeling about your plan of action for doing that? Um I I don't think there's anything stopping me if um something comes across my plate the numbers make sense. I actually started looking at multifamilies before I started flipping again this year in Edmonton. So um, I have a good matrix that I plug my numbers into um, to analyze deals. Um, I'm keeping my eye open. If something came across my plate that um, the numbers worked out, I'm ready to act quickly, put an investor package together, um, line up a first position um, mortgage, and then... uh, continue from there with a private lender. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Well, Hey, congratulations on getting, getting into the game and getting back into the game. Cause I think you'd, you take a little bit of time off for a little while and, and now you're, you're back in full, full speed. So hats off to you for that. And if people want to connect with you and find out more, Michelle, what can they do? So um, people can look me up on Facebook. My name is Michelle Bond, Vancouver, and um, I'm open to email uh, conversations as well. I don't know if I can share that on your podcast. Well, you can. It's just hard for people to remember that. But Michelle Bond, Vancouver on Facebook is a lot easier. Yeah, that's right. You should be able to find me pretty easily. I've got my uh, profile picture looks similar to what I look like right now. Perfect. All right, Michelle. Great reconnecting with you and keep up the good work. Thank you so much for having me, Dave. I really appreciate the opportunity. All right, everybody, take care, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, Dave.